It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world while simultaneously caring for their people. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. P-Link Leadership believes in a world where positive leadership is the norm and individuals and the organizations they power are a force for positive change. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, co-founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you your 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. Hi, this is Alexis Robin. It's Monday, and today we are talking about uh, lessons from an entrepreneur's journey and this idea of what got you here won't get you there. Um, As an entrepreneur, I started my journey in 2006, and that was with the first leap of faith to Uh, invest in some training to become a coach and to try out a field that I had never been in before. And since then, um, 12 years later, I've gone back into work in the corporate world and then come out of work and uh, started out on my own and then partnered and joined in in a company um, of entrepreneurs. And so um, so it's been quite a journey. And so I want to take you through this week and next week um, some of the lessons that I've learned along the way. And the first lesson is to learn to pivot versus identifying yourself as a failure. Um, Oftentimes when we start out with an idea for a business, the result is, is that we end up picking a business model, choosing a path to take that doesn't work out. When I first started, I thought I was going to build my entire coaching practice on workshops and I was going to do community workshops and I had this whole calendar and it was so fantastic. And the reality is, is that it's really hard to get a lot of people together in my town on the same night at the same time who are interested in the same subject. And so when I started to learn that, I had an opportunity to, um, to pivot and to figure out, hey, that, you know, I noticed it wasn't working and I, you know, and I noticed what was working, the coaching itself was working and the, the interactions and what I was teaching was was working, but not, um, not the way that I had planned it, not in the model that it was. And so, so that was the first thing is to really notice, um, what's working and what's not working and pay attention to that. So, you know, don't ramp up your delusions and, you know, make excuses for why things aren't working. If they're not working, you need to face that. Um, but then the second piece is about how you tell the story about why it's not working. And this is a resiliency practice, um, the way they call it causal explanation um, as one of seven resiliency practices. But it's this idea of um, telling a story that is um, not necessarily personalized or generalized. It's not about me. I wasn't a failure because the workshops didn't work. The workshops just didn't work. There were some external factors that... um, you know, a lot of people didn't know who I was. I didn't have a big following. And so trying to get people to come to things was harder. Um, and so I could have told the story that I'm a failure. Nobody likes my stuff. Nobody likes me. I'm never going to make it. And from that place, it would have been very easy to quit and just go back and get a regular job. But, um, instead, I chose to tell a better story and that was that it wasn't about me. It was about the choice that I had made to do it from a place of workshops. And it was, um, 
you know, and it wasn't always going to be that way. It was just that way now. And it wasn't about everything. It wasn't that everything wasn't working. It was that, um, what I had piloted wasn't working. And so, you know, I had this great opportunity to just pivot. And instead of saying, you know, oh, I'm such a loser saying, okay, well, I've learned something. This is, this is hard. And I need to pay attention to that and do something different. So telling a better story is really important and you want to notice what your explanatory style is. Do you blame yourself for things? Do you make it about your ability or your character traits? Or do you recognize that it comes from outside of you? And do you think about the context of what's going on? Do you um, generalize it and make it about everything? Um, and, you know, it's it's all over. I, I'm not good at this. I'm not good at that. Um this is about me and it's everywhere and I'm failing everywhere. Or do you make it um, about something that's more temporary? Do you talk about the fact that, well, I tried this, it didn't work. I'm going to try something different. Um, it's, this isn't everything. This is just this one piece isn't working. Um, the last piece of explanatory style is this idea around um, always or never, right? This always happens to me. I'll, it'll always be a problem for me versus it's a problem now, um, but it may not always be a problem. And so, um, so knowing your explanatory style, listening to the way you tell your story is important. Uh, so tell a better story. I love this quote. Sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. So there is no um, failure when you're learning from things that don't work out. And so really paying attention and being grateful for those lessons that you get early on when you're starting your business um, can be really helpful. And finally, one of the reasons why you want to make sure that you're learning to pivot versus identifying yourself as a failure and telling a better story is that negativity can really shut your creativity down. Um, when we tell ourselves the story that we're not good enough or, um, people are not buying from us because they don't like us or it's, you know, things aren't good enough, then, um, that can really limit our ability to do better because we feel those negative emotions and that can hijack our brain and it can limit our access to the more creative places um, that are available to us when we're more relaxed. And so when we can stay in a place of optimism and, um, and creativity, then we're going to be able to solve and pivot much more easily than if we're freaking out and upset and fearing that it's really we're not good enough and telling this kind of catastrophizing doom and gloom story. So um, so this is really, you know, this resilience practice of pivoting and learning when things don't quite go well and then telling a positive story about it. So that's the first thing that I've learned a lot over the years. Um, the second thing that I've learned that I want to share with you this week is to really adjust your market to align with your strengths, values, and experience. So let's start with this idea of authenticity. Um, authenticity really matters and faking it takes a lot of energy. So it's crucial to be authentic um, when being an entrepreneur because, you know, if you're faking it all the time, you're going to be focused on what everybody else is thinking about you versus just being able to be and share your gifts with the world. And you're going to need discretionary energy for all those extra things you have to do when you start a business. Um, oftentimes it's just you. So you're the accountant, you're the salesperson, you're the designer, you're the creator, you're the executor. Um, and so you need that discretionary effort to keep going. Certainly if you're in a startup, you know this. 
Um, so being authentic is really important. And part of authenticity is aligning to your values, knowing what your values are, what matters to you. Does honesty matter? Does teamwork and leadership matter to you? Maybe you're somebody who perseveres and who just keeps going no matter what things um, come at you. Maybe you're somebody who um, believes in hope and optimism or has a great sense of humor. Um, those things are all really important to know about yourself when you're thinking about being an authentic leader. And the next piece of this is knowing what you're good at. So get really honest with yourself about what you're good at and what you're not good at. What are your strengths? Um, what, what comes easily to you and what does not? And once you figure that out, then um, flank yourself with people and resources you need to be successful. So if you're not good at accounting, in fact, if you're terrible at numbers, you know, spend a little time and money on getting somebody in to help you with that. That can set you up for success. Um, and you may end up, if you don't do that, you may end up spending a ton of time doing things that you're not very good at. Um, finally, align to your values if you want your work to be enjoyable. When you align with your values, um, you get into partnerships that feel good. Um, if you are have high integrity, you want to partner with people, you want to take f funding, capital, you want to find clients that also have high integrity. Because if not, if you're constantly veering outside of your values, it doesn't feel good and it's, again, draining. And we know as entrepreneurs that we need that energy to put into our creative and inspired practices um, and the work that we're putting out into the world and the products we're putting out into the world. So if you don't know your strengths and values, um, I recommend two different assessments. One is the VIA. You can find that at viacharacter.org. It's free and it'll give you your 24 um, morally valued character traits. Um, the second one is the Gallup Strength Finders. And that assessment, if you just um, Google Gallup Strength Finder Assessment, you can find that. It's, I think it's $20 now, nineteen ninety nine maybe. And that will give you your top five strengths um, and help you identify what it is that, you know, that are unique to you and that you're really good at. And if you can build your, um, your business and your career around what you believe in, what you value, uh, what you're good at, and then your experience, um, and what others are willing to pay for you, that's really a sweet spot to be in. So, um, so those are just two lessons I've learned on my journey as an entrepreneur. We'll, um, talk next week about, um, partnering and, um, learning to take feedback and collaborating. So, um, so this week though, learn to pivot versus identifying yourself as a failure and adjust your market to align with your strengths, values, and experience. Um, two lessons on the road. So if you're out there entrepreneuring, keep going, don't give up, um, and keep learning. That's a huge part of this journey. So thanks for listening to the bright side today. Uh, we will look forward to hearing from you and, uh, talking to you next Monday. Thanks so much.